fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It is time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, it's the first day of spring. You know what I really wanted to do and I didn't do it? got home. Got home yesterday, just kind of <laughs> took a nap to end all naps. Both Michelle and I did. We had a, had a fantastic weekend. Wore us out pretty good. But um, forgot it was, what is this, the spring equinox? This is it, March 21st, right? Wasn't it a year ago that we went to the uh, Serpent Mound? Was that, a, was that a year ago already? We were at the Serpent Mound. We were on our tour, and Michelle was Prayed Psalm 91, those demons went crazy. I wanted to get up this morning and go to uh, the earthworks over here in Newark, the Circle Mound, where the sun comes up right through the opening of the of the 360-degree uh, circle. So that's why they call it Circle Works. It just didn't get my engine motor together. In fact, it's, you know, daylight savings time, whatever that means. It's We're back to regular time now, so it's still dark outside, so I'd be doing a show in the dark. I want you to know, Stephanie and all the pagans out there, that I was thinking about it March 21st, equinox, equal night, equal day, 12 hours and 12 hours. In fact, let me, let me, this is why I like Siri. Hey, Siri, how much sun sunlight will there be today? Come on, Siri, talk to everybody here. One sec. Yeah, take her a minute to find out here for us. Because I actually think the shortest day was yesterday, wasn't it? Oh, the UV index. I hate it. It's a woman, right? What do you think? So we had a wonderful time this weekend in, in uh, <clears throat> out in Dallas at Hear the Watchman. And uh, I just want to tip my cap, thank everybody that <clears throat> showed up. Spencer, I just sent that to you real quickly, group picture. I think you could throw that up there, but that's not really the entire group picture. There are more of us. That was one. Uh, we went out to eat on Saturday night, ate, ate way too much. As you can tell, all of us, look, we all could uh, use some type of get back to no- normal body. All of us, not talking about me. But we got a lot, a lot of people that were missing there. But I, I was just, it's always such an encouragement to me to, to, to go to these places and have the uh, Coach Dave Live folks show up, man. It's all, all, all awful, awfully good. I've got beautiful girls sitting beside me. Oh, she stays so pretty. And Chad and then, uh, I, I could go on and on. I got a list. I don't want to forget anybody, right? Betty was there. Okay, once you get started, April and Caleb were there. James and his mom and his sister and Josh and Katie and uh, Debbie Perkins. Debbie Perkins got the cutest little uh, teddy bear for a little Declan. Stacy and Kendra were there. I could go on. Who else have I forgot? If I forgot you, I'm sorry. I bet you you can't name everybody who was there. Why do I have to? But it, was, it was really good. And as you guys know how I feel about conferences, it's the big stick man thing, right? But uh, I really felt the, the messages were a little bit different this year. Jamie Walden was unbelievable on uh, on Saturday night. Very, very poignant about we're in a war, we're soldiers, and there's nobody coming. And it's our job and stand up and push back and dedicate our lives to Christ and to fighting for Christ, defending the gospel, and pushing back against the forces of darkness. So I was really, really encouraged from that. Ran into many people. What's many? Five, ten? People who they're from Texas. Hey, Coach, how you doing? I'm good. What's your, what's your name? Jerry. Hey, Jerry, how you doing? Yeah, watch it. I watch it every morning. Watch the show every morning. Folks, it's, it is amazing how many people, how many brothers and sisters that you have you haven't even met. It really, really really is something. So, I, again, I want to thank all of you that came. And some of you volunteered. Chad and Chad and Michelle and his son Chase showed up, and they volunteered. And we got to go out. We got to see David Hawkins and Cynthia and just some, some good old friends and say, Coach, who you forget? Well, everybody I saw, it was a joy to see. So, appreciate y'all being there, doing it. 
Anybody got anybody, uh, any one of the Patriots who showed up down? Sorry, I'm not using that name anymore. That name, that name is no good anymore, folks. Don't use it anymore. Anybody that was there, good as a group? Anything you want to add? I was happy to see to... my brother and sister, or my brother-in-law and sister oh, from North thank Dakota. You. Tammy and Steve. Thank you, Tammy and Steve. They came all the way from where, Betty? North Dakota. North Dakota. They, they drove down from North Dakota. There probably weren't two more than 200, maybe 250, I'm guessing. I don't know why people aren't. I don't know why they don't come. I don't understand. Uh, too expensive? I don't know. But we, I bet 25%. I bet 10% of them were Coach Dave Livers. And it was really, it was really, really good. It was really good. And I had the top opportunity to yell at everybody on Saturday afternoon. And I think they received it well and went well. Uh, Craig, come on in. You got something, Craig, before we get digging in here on, on Monday morning? Uh, well, you were just asking about the time. That was actually March 17th, Coach. It was 12 hours exactly. But there's a little March 17th. There. Okay, thanks, bud. March But there's a neat nugget about this whole thing, about the actually 12 hours. If you go in John chapter 11, it talks about Lazarus rising from the dead. Jesus makes a very uh, interesting statement here. He says in verse 9, he says, aren't there 12 hours in a day? Okay, which means (laughs) exactly 12 hours, right? It'd be 12 hours. And actually, Jesus healed Lazarus really about a month before the Passover. That was one of the reasons why people wanted to come in and see him that year. So it kind of ties the story together. Craig, man, you come up with – you're a good guy to have around, dude. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're, I'm going to start calling you Mr. Head Scratcher because every time you come in, I got, I got to do that. Between you and Trump, Mr. Head Scratchers. Glad, glad to have you aboard, Craig. Thanks. Craig, the other Craig, Southern Mofo, come in. No? Kevin. Yeah, Coach, were you guys able to hook up with Silver while you were down there? Did not hook up a silver. Nope, did not. I, they listen. They get you in those meetings. They keep you going. They have good long long breaks for people to get together. But uh, no, didn't miss your silver. Didn't hook up with you. Sorry, dude. Didn't get seen. It is what it is. Ready to move on? Because everybody that wasn't there saying, "Why is he talking about that?" I, well, it was a good time. It's a good time. And again, friends, pull up the calendar if you can, real quick. I don't think we have a whole lot on there. Let's start, let's start filling that thing. Let's start filling it. Mike Blake has an Ohio Salt and Light event this weekend in here in, in Ohio. And there's a preparedness huddle. And uh, Bobby's putting it together out there in, in uh, PA. And that says April. I'm sorry, Bobby. That's April 29th. That's only two things. Now, we're working on an event here, several events, actually. L.A. Marzulli is going to come in and do an event. Uh, we don't have it on the calendar yet. We'll get it up there. And, of course, we have our, our what we call our annual. We're working on that. That'll be in the middle of June sometime. Haven't really firmed up that date as well. But, folks, now's the time. Now's the time. Time is short. Got to get up. Got to get involved. Got to get moving forward. So uh, there it is. There it is. What else? Dallas. Betsy. Uh, uh, okay. Two calendars. Just talked about it. Three. Number three. Let's go there real quick. They free baby Cyrus. Now, I'm, I'm working real hard to get Diego on Diego is Cyrus's uh, grandfather. I'm going to try to get him or Tom Munns on my Brighteon show today. I've been kind of slow, got back, haven't really organized a guest. But that would be there, – there's Diego. That's that's little Cyrus's grandpappy, Diego. And uh, he's, as you know, he's been in the center of it, been in the heart of the fight. Friends, if you don't understand that the Child Protective Services are wicked – all you got to do is spend some time on this page and see what they what they have, in fact, tried to do. And come to the realization, ask yourself the question, whose children are they? I went and saw the movie the other night. Whose children are they? Whose children are they? Whose children are they? And uh, remember the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman. It's been the focus of the devil. Look at these beautiful pictures. There's little Cyrus back with his daddy. Hey, I could be a far forget. Steve Deck and some of them, they're going to go downstairs with Pastor Tony Spell tomorrow. Pastor Stoney, Tony's in court. I was going to organize an event down there, but just did not have the time and uh, details I needed to do it. There's little Cyrus. He's back home. However, Child Protective Services still have their fingers in little Cyrus. They still have to report to him and check in with them. And this is going to be mommy holding her little baby, I think. Yeah, that's little mommy. There's grandpa. I know that feeling, dude. I know that feeling. There's mommy and there they are. 
little sideful. Praise the Lord for those of you who have prayed. That battle's not over yet either. That one's not over. Let me throw something else at you real quick. I didn't know this. Number four. Again, I'm going to try to have either Tom Munns or Diego, Grandpa Diego, on with us on Bridie on today at, at 10 o'clock. Michael Perutka. Michael Anthony Perutka ran for President of the United States on the Constitution Party 1980, I think. I could have, could have my time wrong. My life just buzzes by me. Long time ago. I've known Michael for a long time. He lives in Maryland. He's an attorney. He's uh, the head of... Uh, Oh, on it. Come on. What's the name of Michael Peruka's ministry? Somebody help me out there. Come on. David Whitney's with him. I forget you. Anyway, Michael Anthony Peruka is running for attorney general in the state of Maryland. State of Maryland. And this is about a minute, 53-minute clip. I could not endorse anybody more. First Friday. That's the name of the group. First Friday. Uh... No, that isn't it. American View. The American View. And if you love David Whitney, that's him. So play this real quick. Marylanders. Maryland, Craig, that'd be you. Rusty, that'd be you. Myra, that'd be you. I'm going to have you pray here in a second, Myra. Promise. This is Michael Anthony Peruca. Go play that. Hello, my name is Michael Anthony Peruca, and I am seeking the Republican nomination for the Office of Attorney General of Maryland. Now, My reasons for doing so are set forth more fully on my website at patriotsforperutka.com. That's patriotsforperutka.com. But let me just briefly summarize. You see, I'm convinced that the lockdowns and the mandates and the testing and all the medical tyranny of the past two years had very little to do with your health. And I'm absolutely convinced that it was unlawful. And I believe that unless the violations of Marylanders' rights to freely assemble and to worship, to speak, to publish, to conduct business, and to make their own medical decisions, unless these things are redressed and the lawbreakers are brought to justice, we will not enjoy, nor will we be able to pass on the blessings of liberty to our children. Now, if you agree with me, please visit my website and join the campaign by sharing your email and by making a donation if you can. Also, Please share this message and our website with all those in your circle of friendship and in your sphere of influence. I don't believe I need to emphasize the critical nature of the times nor the urgency of the need to act. You know this as well as I do. Can you distribute some campaign literature for me? Can you put up some yard signs for me? Can you make some phone calls? Would you be able to host a casual event at your home or your office? Do you have some other talent or asset that you can share? Can you help me make the free state free again? This is Michael Anthony Peruca. I approve this message, and I thank you for your support. Well, just one of the good guys, Maryland people. This is one of the good guys. He's great buddies with Judge Roy Moore. I've known Michael for 20, 25 years. He is one of the good guys. Wouldn't it be something if we had a good guy in as attorney general now? He also started, Spencer, type this in for me, brother. It's really simple. The American View. The American View. There it is. Michael Perutka started this, I don't know, 30 years ago, 25, 30 years ago. And they go around and teach people the Institute on the Constitution. This is what he does. This is what he organized. This is, this is who this man is. Craig, Rusty, Myra. Marylanders, Michael Anthony Perutka, The American View. And as I said also, what was his uh, Patriots for Perutka? Patriots for Perutka. He's a great guy, man. God, he's a great guy. So there's a guy for you to be able to get behind. Patriots for Perutka. Try that one real quick. Is that what it is? I don't know. Sorry, didn't. Sorry, not trying to give you a commercial. Boy, ru- come on. Get this guy in there. Maryland, that connects to Washington, D.C. Myra, come on in. Pray us up here this morning, dear. Good morning, saints. How we doing? Good. Wonderful. Bless are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Ye are salt of the earth, 
But if the salt have lost his savior, wherewith shall it be salted? It is fence for good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Holy Spirit, that you are welcome at Coach Dave Hoddle. We read in Revelation 3.16, King James Bible. So then, because thou art lukewarm, are neither cold or hot, I will spew you as pull thee out of your mouth. Mark 4.11, 12, King James Bible. And then he said unto them, unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. That seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand. Lest at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. I release heaven, peace, and the fire of God unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, friends, <clears throat> I was just uh, meditating there as, as, as Myra was speaking. Got a bit of water running in my million-dollar studio. I got to check my sun pump. <clears throat> uh, the Word of God is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Dividing asunder even to the soul and spirit. I wonder how many of you, this is not meant to make you feel bad. How many of you are able to wield the sword? How many of you are able to speak the word, the gospel, the word, be able to quote it? It's powerful. It's powerful. And uh, for some reason in my whole life, it's, it's, I've I've always been able to memorize, just have. I don't know. It's a gift, I guess, right? But I would suggest all of you begin to, one a day. You couldn't, you couldn't learn one scripture a day that you could use. I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, but not I. Christ lives in me. The life I now live, I live by the grace of the Son of God who died and gave himself for me. That's powerful to be able to say that, right? My eyes have not seen, my ears have not heard, neither has it even entered into the heart of man the things that God has in store for those who love him, right? Wow. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the way you think, the renewing of your mind. I could go on and on and on and on. I would just, I, I would, I would just discipline you to do that, to do that, to try to put to memory scriptures that you can wield when you need to in times. Let me encourage you to do that. Come on in, Jeff and John. Coach, we're getting signatures for Pastor Neil for Governor of Ohio. That's what we're working on right now. We've got about 38, 39 days left to get them. Friday night, Tom Branstow and I decided, well, we're going to go down to Shockton to a church center called The River. They were doing a revival Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. So we thought, well, why not go down and get 50 or 100 signatures outside that church? Got permission, basically kind of got permission. We went inside, talked to the skinny jean pastor, and he in a roundabout way said, okay, he said, well, bless you. So we went out there, got about a dozen signatures, and all of a sudden his wife comes out. I didn't know it was his wife. She just comes out and starts ripping me. What are you doing? I said, we told her what we're doing. We got permission. Well, he's changed his mind. He, I, I said, so <laughs> the man changed his mind and sends a woman. I said, go back in there and send him out here. Oh, she was mad. Oh, they come out. They were just living. He ended up, they ended up calling me. He said, I told him he's an apostate because they want to throw us off the property, off the sidewalk out front. And then he told me, you are a devil. And then another guy stepped in and started belly bumping me. It got into it. Then they called the cops on us. And it's like, my goodness. To try what a message in the world, huh? What a message in the world we are. We need we need some help. Anybody here in Ohio that wants to help us, we got sheets. We got I Neil's gonna get us a count today or tomorrow where he's at. But we just need people to help get some signatures. So if anybody but you wants know, Jeff, to help. it's the same thing Mike Heath ran into in, in uh, Maine as well, was running for governor in Maine. People won't get signatures for him. They won't get they won't get signatures. Now I don't know if you know this or not, the system is set up so that an independent 
guy who's not part of the system or owned by the system can't get elected. It's set up that way on purpose. Yep, twenty five hundred for the Republican or Democrat, five thousand for an independent. Five. So, do you hear that, friends? If you want to run for for governor of Ohio, twenty five hundred signatures. If you're a Republican or a Democrat, but if you're an independent, you have to have five thousand. How's that stand up in court of law? I don't know. I don't know how I got on this subject. But let's keep rolling here, man. Johnny, be good, Johnny Brickin. How you doing, Johnny? Good, good morning. I just wanted to mention that uh, Michael Peruca showed up at uh, Kim Davis's. He sure did. Thing there when she was uh, arrested, and he's out there saying, "Hey, show us the law that she broke." I'm going to show something out here, Johnny. That's right, Michael Peruca. I couldn't. Well, I remember one time we were doing a, a protest at uh, University of Notre Dame when Barack Obama was president. And uh, I took my daughter, Maggie, up there. She was, I don't know, she's 20, 21, I think. We went out to protest the University of Notre Dame for inviting Obama to come in and speak. And I walk up there, and I walk into the room where everybody was gathering. There stood Alan Keyes. Alan Keyes. I said, Dr. Keyes, what are you doing here? He looked at me and says, Coach, what are you doing here? I thought, boom. <laughs> right? We tend to put these guys above us like, like they're far more special than us, Right? So I appreciate a guy like Alan Keyes and uh, Michael Perutka who come for no, for no advantage of their own other than to do the right thing. So uh, thanks for that heads up, Johnny. I hadn't forgotten it. I just didn't get around to it. Glenn Claremont. Come on in, Glenn, then Jeff, then Mel. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Uh, morning, so uh, we were down uh, to hear. We you in uh, Texas, Glenn. We missed you in Texas. Yeah, I know. Uh, Hey, we're, we're going to be down there in June, so uh, uh, I hope to get down uh, uh, to see Chad and that group. Uh, but uh, so we were, uh, Neil was in Lancaster last night at a church, and we went to, to hear him. Uh, and, you know, for those of us who, who live in Ohio, uh, one thing he said uh, that uh, he, he will be in the campaign uh, if, if Mike Dwine uh, gets the nomination uh, from the primary. Uh, if, if Joe Blystone or one of the others, uh, gets the nomination, he's going to back them. All right. So, uh, my suggestion, (laughs) it, it, vote for Dwight in the primary. So he wins the primary and then we can get Neil to run and vote for him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It'd be something to have a pastor as governor. Would it not friends? Wow. Jeff now, come on in the mill. Uh, good morning, everyone. Morning. Let you know I prayed about it, and I've entered the race for city council. All right. And yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Oh, they'll love you. They're going to love you. Hey, Jeff, everybody out there who's considering running for office, please hear me. It's about the fight. It's not about the victory. We would hope you would win. It's a platform from which you can speak the truth. Yeah, as, long as, you look, as long as you look at it like that, doesn't matter whether you win or lose. Doesn't matter. But it doesn't. Just yeah, an I, opportunity to speak, stand and speak the truth. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, I've been preaching for, they give us five minutes uh, at the city council and they express things about the word of God, read Proverbs, you name it, and reflect on our culture, society, and how our government locally is following the uh, Sustainable Development UN uh, Charter. And following yeah, most, people, most people don't care. They want to know whether you're going to give them some Social Security and take care of their, uh, their Medicare. As long as you do that. They'll have you, they'll listen to you. Bless you, Jeff. Mel, come in, then Myra. Yeah, Neil Peterson just knocked it out of the park last night. The meeting started at 6.30, and most of the people in the room had no idea who he was. But, I mean, they, he was just, they were captured by him. They People hung around until 10 o'clock at night. People were volunteering to get signatures. So I think that you just need to get him in front of people. Um, he's very authentic, and um, I'm really excited for his campaign. I just wanted to mention Amen, Mel. I'm telling you, I, I, could, I couldn't agree more. I don't know, friends, I really don't know. Uh, I don't know what we do politically because the political machines are so powerful. They're so powerful. As I sit here, the chances are probably pretty good that Michael DeWine will get the nomination again as governor of Ohio. Some of you don't live in Ohio, you don't care. He was the first guy to, he's a Democrat. He was the first guy to shut down the, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Politics is, what, what a, what a nest of thieves that thing is. Myra. 
But I can tell you this, it's not always what it seems. Jack, come on in. I got some good stuff. Yeah, I'm just getting real warmed up here today. Are you coming in, Jack? You got, you got, I'm coming. Uh, I'm, all I'm right, coming. come on, Sorry. man. Come on, man. Oh, oh, come on, man. Hey, um, uh, one of the things we got Camp Constitution, uh, a mini Camp Constitution coming up this uh, weekend in uh, Vassalboro, Maine. I'm going to get the chance to uh, talk about some of these things that you just so well put up there. Um, I don't mean that we shouldn't be voting, but they've kind of convinced us that voting is our only tool. And then they take over how it gets done. So voting is a total waste. Of time we need to do it, but it's a total waste of time. Our only tools that we have ha- are really have we've been taught not to use impeachment, nullification, and the money. The money issue is how we control them. Instead, they control us. Yeah, it's so true on all that, Jack. And I didn't I didn't have time this morning to get into all the all the financial stuff that I came across. Holy smokes, folks! Buckle up, Chad. Okay, back to the topic. Uh, you know, all of those companies and uh, the people that, that you just showed there on that video also told us that the mask will work, that the social distancing will work, that the vac- to get the vaccine, that that would work, and they've all been wrong too. So one of the things they say is that, did you know what a man stands for? You look at his enemies. That's and right. This is a great indication of that Putin is he may not be the great guy, but he's definitely against the deep state. That's, what I, that's what I see. That's right. And yeah, that's right. Hey, listen, folks. The deep state has never changed their hatred for Putin. That's why they use Putin against Trump. Why is that? Now, look, come on. I, I'm a big boy. Is this a two-card Monty they're playing on us? Has, has the... Has the Luciferian left, are they so good that they're con- they've been for four years controlling Trump to make, he's playing a role as well. Trump's playing a role to, to look, I don't, I don't know. It could be, I don't know. But I can tell you this, as I showed you the other day, 79% of Russians are Christian, not the government. 79% of Russians claim Christ. 78% of Ukrainians claim Christ. Higher numbers than the good old U.S. of A. who claim Christ as their Savior. That's a stunning figure. It's a stunning thing to think about. And why are Christians picking sides with either one of these guys? Well, we've got a lot to learn. Rich, come in. And Joe. Waiting for you, Rich. Keep going, Dave. Keep going. Joe Allen, come on in. Yeah, we see a lot in that list of people there. What I see is a bunch of money laundering coffers there. A bunch of look. Look what's on the screen right now, Joseph. It yeah. says Pope, Pope Francis. This guy says an Argentina Marxist, Marxist, protector of known child molesters, an anti-Trumper, and proponent of communist liberation theory. This is the Pope, friends ever since the 1970s, remained silent the past eight years as the evil regiment in Kiev killed 13,000 Russians, a third of them civilians, according to a UN report, in the eastern part of the Ukraine. But now that Russia wants to protect these oppressed people, all of a sudden Frankie the fake stands with the Ukraine. Politics makes strange bedfellows, doesn't it, friends? Debbie, Debbie Perkins. Showed you, Debbie, we showed that little thing to Declan last night. He was tickled pink. Thanks, Debbie. Yeah. Um, Michelle sent me a picture of him with little Bucky Beaver. So um, here's my, I'm just kind of thinking out loud because of the information that I've read and seen on uh, Zelensky and Putin both being groomed by Soros and Kissinger and the whole group as part of the young leaders. So theoretically, they would be on the same side. So I'm just wondering if Putin's ego hasn't gotten to him and he doesn't want to do the whole global thing because he wants his empire. So has he gone rogue from the Soros group and that's what he's wanting? Then the other thing I was hearing was that what Putin has really been bombing is the southern side, I guess, of 
Ukraine, where the bio labs are that we've helped fund. Uh, we thought China was bad, but we're cooking some stuff in Ukraine. Um, right. And Zelensky is doing a lot of this bombing himself to make sure that Putin is the enemy. Just out there. I mean, I've, you know, it's. How about this one, Debbie? Here's what I think is going on. That's just me. Uh, you know, they say Putin has cancer. I don't know if you guys have followed that one or not. You could say he's, he's at least he's sick. Okay, Putin's sick. What if at the end of his life he decided he wants to save Mother Russia? That he's sick of all this stuff. He knows he's out going out anyway. And maybe this idea of him being a tyrant, as crazy as this sounds, might be for a good reason. Might be for a good reason. We don't know, do we? So much of what we get is propaganda. We don't even know. We don't even know. That's the sad part of it. Well, so, name, many, so many people are fooled by standing with Ukraine that Zelensky's That's right. Guy, but they don't want to look deeper as no. to. I mean, I was blown away when I found that they both were trained by Soros. That's uh, Kyle Schwab, sorry, Kyle Schwab. Yep, yep. Go ahead, Keith. There's uh, some pictures out there um, that uh, they applied to um, Ukraine that applied to other pictures that had happened in the past, like explosions and stuff like that. Right. CNN was caught doing same thing. Well, what show, one of the things I understand is that a lot of the propaganda they're showing is old pictures. But I want you. I want you guys to think about this. How many Januarys, we think about Russia being a corrupt government, Ukraine being a good government, the United States being a good government. How many January 6th protesters, whatever, are, are still in prison? Folks, that's something you would expect to happen in China. You'd expect it to happen in Russia. You'd expect that to happen in the Ukraine. It's happening right here in the United States of America. People are still in jail from January 6th a year ago without a trial. Could you understand how unrighteous those running our government are? Could you understand that the people of Ukraine, I pray, I don't pray, I would be lying. I haven't been praying for the people of Ukraine. But if I was, I'd be praying for the people of Russia as well. I'd be praying for the Christians in North Korea. I'd be praying for the Christians in in, uh, China. I'd be praying for persecuted Christians all around, around the world, but I'm not taking side with the evil governments. I'm not going to do that. That's why I'm telling you, we're supposed to pray for our leaders. Anybody besides me have a hard time praying for Joe Biden? You pray for Joe Biden? Pray for Nancy Pelosi. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is supposed to be the land of the free, and there's nothing worse than thinking somebody is for you only to find out they're against you. Our government is against us. Those guys who are in jail on January 6th, they were people who loved their government. They love America. Who has them in jail? The government has them in jail, friends. The government. They're as wicked as Putin. I don't even know if Putin's wicked. How could Putin be more wicked than what we have here in the United States? How could it be more wicked? We just saw, what is it, Maryland? Where is it they want to now abort babies after they're born? How more wicked can you get? It's all propaganda, friends. They're all feeding us propaganda. Pick a side of a tyrant. Pick your tyrant. I ought to start a game show. Pick your tyrant. That's the world. As George Carlin said, hey, it's a big club. You ain't in it. That's what we're looking at. And it's supposed to be the church, the body of Christ. And what happens? Jeff Klein shows up at a Christian church to try to get signals for a Christian governor and a Christian pastor throws them off the property. We can't see it because it goes back to first truth. America, land of the free, home of the brave, star-spangled banner. We're a seized country. Sorry, we're seized. Come on in, Mel and Randy. 
Yeah, um, regarding the January 6th prisoners, I what I read recently is the reason that they can keep those people is that Rome, London, and Washington, D.C., they're like not part of those countries that they're in. So Washington, D.C., although it's it's our it's our nation's capital, it that land there is not part of the United States. And that's why the rules don't apply there. Well, that comes back to authentication and all that stuff that Randy Conway and David Paxton talk. They did a good job. I'm, I'm my head's spinning, folks. My head's spinning. I got I got some more good stuff. Don't go away yet, okay? Come on up, Randy. Yeah, Coach, for pe- the people that don't know this, we are just like Ukraine. We are a deep state nation. This is country has been taken. It's been compromised by the deep state. So what's going on, if, it, if you can't understand that this revelation around the world, this is what's happening is that it's being revealed who's with them and who isn't. So if you'll just turn off the news, get off the news and just bear witness with it. Just let your spirit in you bear witness. You can figure this out. You can connect this stuff, but you, you can't do it when you're listening to bad sources that are already they're they're propaganda themselves. So you really have to see, listen to the sources you're, you're getting your information. From. Amen, Randy. In that so case, you- Ukraine the Ukraine was part of Russia for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Thousands of years. It would be like Florida being independent, and then 2,000 years later, Florida comes back and joins Russia. The people in the Ukraine are, for the most part, Russian in their hearts. I know that's hard for us to understand. I, I understand that you don't understand. I understand. And it comes back to first truth. And it's hard for me to say it. First truth that America is the greatest country in the world and America is always right and America always does what's best. And folks, that's a fairy tale that isn't true. And so we have to differentiate in America the people of the United States as opposed to the government of the United States. Why don't we apply that same standard to the Ukraine and to Russia all around the world? This is a battle of the kings of the earth. Remember Psalm 2? It's not a battle of the peoples of the earth. It's a battle of the kings of the earth. So you're sitting down. Here's a good one for you. This is a good one for you. Pull it up. Number five. Number five. By the way, Rust, or, uh, yeah, uh, what's your name? Get my name going. Craig, tell Rusty I want to interview his uncle. See if he can set that up for us. It's official, folks. The vaccines are killing people. The vaccines, it's official now. I saw I have another one I can pull up. Scroll down there a little bit for me, Spencer. Right there. This guy, this is just a two-minute. Edward Dowd, who uh, he's a researcher. Are you ready for these two minutes? Hey, friends, did you know this? No, you didn't. You're about to find out. Did you know that they injected in the vaccine HIV? Did you guys know that? Did you know that HIV, AIDS, was part of the vaccine? And the reason they said they put AIDS in as part of the vaccine is they wanted to stop your immune system from, I don't know, I'm not a scientist, trying to do something. So they put that in there to stop your immune system from doing something. Well, now most of you who have taken the vaccine, you're carrying AIDS. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Okay, so go ahead and play this. Go ahead. This is About the CDC's minutes. own data um, that they aggregate into um, – all ages. Uh, The bottom line is my uh, insurance industry expert, former sell side Wall Street analyst, went into the CDC data. We were looking for other things, but what we found was pretty shocking. He took the data and it it took some time and effort. He did a lot of work. He broke it down by age and he created baselines for each age group to come up with excess mortality. And the money chart is really chart four, which shows that the millennial age group 25 to 44 experienced an 84% increase in excess mortality into the fall. Hang it's on, the uh, hang on. worst ever excess. Freeze it. The millennials, what do you say? 24 to 45, 84% increase in death. We'll pause that again. The injections in the millennials, 24 to 45, have an 84% increase in Deaths. Keep going. This mortality, I think, in the history. Um, just to give you an idea, when you look at chart four, 
you see when mandates and boosters hit the acceleration into the fall, and then um, it reaccelerated into uh, the end of the year. The drop off in that data you see there is reporting issues. It takes time for millennial age uh, deaths to be reported because they're usually not hospital deaths. So um, that data is going to be updated and probably shows a continued uh, disturbing trend. So just to put some numbers on this, um, in the fall, uh, starting in the summer into the fall, freeze with this, the mandates freeze and the booster. Can I listen to what he's going to say? He's going to tell you that the millennial generation, 24 to 45, had as many people die as died in the Vietnam War. He calls this the Vietnam War of the millennial generation. That many have disappeared and are continuing to die. Go ahead. Um, there were 61,000 excess millennial deaths. Basically, millennials experienced a Vietnam War in, in the second half of 2021. Okay? 58,000 people died in the Vietnam War, uh, U.S. Uh, troops. So this generation just experienced a Vietnam War. And I think this is the smoking gun that the vaccines are causing excess mortality in all age groups. And uh, it's no coincidence that uh, Michelle Walensky refuses to answer Senator Ron Johnson's letters. They're hiding. Fauci's gone. She's gone. They're hiding. So I'm going to put a, a word out there. Uh, and it's, it's a word that's old, but it needs to be reintroduced in the conversation. This is what we call democide, death by government. So the government, through the mandates, has killed people. There you go, friends. There you go. I'm not done. I'm not done. Go to number eight. Rick Wiles, this Rusty's, Rusty's uncle. Somebody made a TikTok video or something. That was on Before It's News. Same thing. This is about AIDS. Scroll down, uh, Spence, sorry, friends, I want to get this in before we go here. Three minutes and 51 seconds. Go ahead and play it. I want to hear this correctly. Yes. Okay. We know from the DMED database, the military's database, which we're looking at because that's our plaintiff class, that in 10 months of 2021, so not even the complete year, all causes, morbidity and mortality, have increased, according to the military's own numbers, by 1,100%, 1,100%. Over 2020. Among who? What was the population? Uh, between 18 and 40 was the DMED population, if memory serves. Uh, under in the military mil- members. Military yes, members. You. Yes, that's what I'm telling you. That is the database that we're operating on. 1,100%? Yes, that's right. And if you, if you look at the way that the charts go, and don't forget I'm in the morbidity business. We underwrite accident, sickness, health, and disability insurance. If you look at the forecast, that should be in the neighborhood of 5,000% increase this year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is, a, this, is, this is genocide. You said it in the very beginning. Look, one easy way to look at this is really simple. It, if you look at all of the documentation, Pfizer's documentation, the, the, uh, we did mass spectrometry on their vials. We know what's in these things. And, in fact, they even admit that they added an HIV protein into the shots for the purpose of disabling people's autoimmune, right? They couldn't slip these lipid nanoparticles, which are, in fact, little bombers that carry pathogenic proteins um, to, to effectuate gene modification in the individual, gene therapy, as they call it. In order to get those lipid nanoparticles past your cellular defense, your body's defense, they had to disarm your immune system. Yes. And they did that. It's in all the scientific papers. What they didn't do is undo that so effectively. And when you talk to our expert witness, they call it autoimmune deficiency syndrome. It's basically vaccine AIDS. And right now they're coming to understand this. People are showing up HIV positive. People with three shots have no immune system left over whatsoever. There is no other way to characterize this other than intentional homicide, the unlawful taking of a human life, except that it's in large numbers, which makes it a genocide. So this is criminal, and we actually filed a criminal complaint. We, we created one in March of, uh, of 2021. 20,000 of them were downloaded and filed all over the United States and the world, and until very recently, no law enforcement would take up the case or even investigate it. That's uh, called a conspiracy. It's yes. a very grand conspiracy. Yes. A vaccine-delivered AIDS epidemic. That's right. That's correct. In fact, what's really odd about that is 
Now they're starting to uh, to open up the, the FEMA death camps, as I call them. They're quarantine centers under the intergovernmental agreements. And you will note, and I'll send you a copy of one, that the, the camps are not to discriminate for purposes of infectious disease, for purposes of who gets quarantined and who doesn't. They're not allowed to discriminate against people that are um, AIDS positive, HIV positive, because that would be the entire population of people that got those shots, particularly the Pfizer or Moderna shots. We know that those are the HIV proteins that they put in there in order to disable the immune systems. And the vaccinated people, uh, not knowing, they don't know that their immune system has been turned off. No. Then they're now vulnerable to all kinds of viruses and germs. That's right. And, and they may die from something else and nobody connects it to the vaccine. That, that's exactly what's happening. And, and, you know, to your point, people don't even know that they have been participating as laboratory animals in a phase three clinical trial. None of these shots. Wow. Joe Allen, come on in on that one. Then Michelle. Here's a caveat on what Todd was talking about. Insurance will not cover you in case of death or uh, when they find out that you have AIDS because you took an experimental drug. Voluntarily took it. Voluntarily took it. That's right, Joe. That's right. Michelle. Hello. Good morning, team. Um, staying on this topic, I just wanted to bring up this article I read back on March 14th. The NIH launched clinical trial of three mRNA HIV vaccines. So just a thought, maybe they're giving everybody aid so they can, you know, give you another booster, another. Well, the thing I think is important, uh, Rochelle, I'm, I'm sure you caught it, but just in case you didn't, uh, people are going to be dying and it, It'll, they won't know what, what you know, it won't be vaccine related. People just don't have an immune system. They're going to get something and they're going to die. And they say, oh, and that, that's bad about Uncle Joe. He died. And they won't make it the connection to the fact that it was vaccine related. Folks, I'm telling you, we're, we're sitting on an unbelievable uh, time bomb explosion in the good old US of A when this truth begins to un, un, unroll. And it was interesting. Somebody asked the question. In one of the videos we just watched, where's Fauci? When is the last time that you have seen Fauci? Have you seen Fauci since Ukraine broke loose? Has anybody seen Fauci? Heard anything from him at all? No. Yeah. No. He popped out on CNN. Um, well, but he's not. He's not giving us daily. He's not giving us daily press conferences anymore, is he, Joseph? He's not doing any of that for us. No. 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 What's up, Dr. Paul? Yeah, he snuck out, but I don't know if that was something pre-recorded. But uh, no, we haven't saw a lot of Fauci. The uh, other thing they're trying to bring out really uh, harsh now is this uh, new variant, Omicron. It doesn't cause any major illnesses, but it's going to increase the numbers. People are going to get upset, and they're going to get on this little app where they're going to be kind of watched so I'd be cautious of that. I think that's the that's the gang. It's all transhumanism right now. And that's I right. just want people to understand, if you do anything and you consent to it, this allows them to do what they do to you. Okay? We haven't consented to anything, most of these people in, on this forum. So just remember, consent to nothing, um, and you'll be okay. This is witchcraft. Witchcraft does not work yes. if you consent. This is this is a Luciferian witchcraft, folks. Uh, look, hang on, I'll get you. I'll get you in here, Debbie, uh, Kevin. Just a second. I got to say this, friends. Are, are you looking at me? I hope you are. Listen, you have got to go store some food. You have got to store some food. Amen. Now I'm I'm going to tell you. I, I I had a lot of discussions again this weekend, and I ordered some more food. Michelle and I did from. Well, past assault ministries does because I just believe people are going to have to be coming here to, to be fed, sadly. Uh, friends, the food wars have begun. They've begun. That's part of what's going on in the Ukraine with uh, the control of the those tremendous wheat and cornfields that they have there. That's what's going on with the fertilizer in the Ukraine and in Russia. The food wars have already begun. 
Now, whether or not it's showing up at your local grocery store or not, I don't know. The prices have gone up. But please listen to me. Please go get some food. Macaroni and cheese. It does. I heard somebody say this weekend, black beans. Black beans are the most protein-rich food you can have. Black beans. Please go get some food. Now, we know this. Our trust is in the Lord. It's in the Lord. We know that. But a wise man sees the day coming and prepares. Please go get some food. Debbie, come on in. Um, there were two doctors on Brideon, and they're sort of doctors in the tenpenny realm. And I went to send you the video, but it says Brideon is on maintenance, which scares me because they've never been on maintenance. Right. Uh, but they were talking about uh, people who have been vaccinated, a man and a woman married, whatever, and they're, they're going to have a baby through IVF. So they, they are cultured, you know, they grow the egg or however they do it. But what they're noticing is that in this Petri dish that they use, that when the two, the mother and the father or one of them is vaccinated, something grows with the egg. And they don't mm. know what it is. And it's blowing their mind because it appears to be certainly non-human. And it, they've, of course, they're testing it. And the people who have not been vaccinated, that does not happen. But it happens time and time again that this thing grows within this fertilized egg. So I'll, as soon as I can find it, they talked about a lot of other things. Let's see it, yep. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you when Brighton gets back up. Thanks, Debbie. Hey, Spencer, real quickly, if you could, please put in the chat all the links that I've used here this morning. I got several. I got several requests, especially the one on the, uh, the one on the the doctor and all the. If you could stick that stuff in there for us, Kevin, come on in, please. Yeah. So, kind of going back to what you were just saying, um, this reminds me of something that uh, Dr. Jane Ruby was talking about several months ago um, in regards to these jabs, and I want you to remember the key word misattribution that's what she really feared because a certain time of period you know period of time would go by before people started getting sick and they wouldn't know that it was actually the that caused it and so it would be misattributed oh they died of the flu they died of pneumonia they died of it when it was actually the vaccine the non-vaccine which caused it in the first place so misattribution so, Kevin, the great news today that I liked about here, the Watchman, is the, the, the message from many, many different people was uh, you, have, you have to get involved. You have to get involved, and you have to get involved locally. Get our eyes off Washington, D.C., and off these big pharmaceutical companies. We can't control them, friends. But you, there's things that you can control, and the things that you can control, you have to control. Jamie Walden said the war that you should be right now be preparing, not for the war that's here, but for the war that's coming. If you're waiting for the war to show up, it's too late. So right now, we need to be preparing for the war that's coming, not the war that we're in. You understand, friends? The war that's coming, not the war that we're in. It's, it's going to be a food war. It'll be a food war. Kathy Roman, come on, and then we'll get your daughter in there. Go ahead, Kathy. Hey, Coach, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, I just wanted to say, going to Debbie's point about the other thing growing in the Petri dish, we remember about the hydro, right? Yes. They told us it wasn't there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it's some form of that. Messing with the seed. Messing with the seed, uh, Rochelle. Uh, Real quick, I just wanted to second what you said about food supplies. And don't be afraid to buy it now. Your money's worth more now than probably it's ever going to be again because we've got Project Sandman. I finally found an article about it. Um, It's been pretend until now, but 100-plus nations have a global agreement being deployed called Project Sandman to dr- drop and end dominance of U.S. dollar and petrodollar. It's so, coming, baby. JR, come on in. You had mentioned local coach, and uh, there was a talk about Neil Peterson in Ohio. There's a good candidate in Maryland. And in your state, in your city, there are good people running that you can help out. And that's start with your local neighborhood with that candidate. And you'll get to know a lot more about the people around you. And you also find allies that way. At least I believe so. 
Well, Jim, uh, JR, there are a lot of allies, that's for sure. The problem that we're having is trying, uh, trying to get them connected, right? Yeah, well, oh, find my them goodness. First. You can't, you got to find them. And you, you don't find them. To connect. It might be your next door neighbor, but you don't know, do you ask? And that's a great way to ask. <laughs> that's a good, great way to ask. So you got to step out of your comfort zone, friends. You got to yeah. step out of our comfort zones. Hey, hey, um, if it's up and running, Brighty on today at 11. I hope to have on either Tom Munns or Diego, who is little Cyrus's grandpa. I hope to have him on so we can get more of the story because what they have done out in Idaho is criminal and it's happening in your community as well. And let me tell you something, the American government, the Ukrainian government, the Chinese government, the Russian government, I can move down through the list. All of those in positions of authority are wicked playing on Team Lucifer. It's we the people. Psalm 2, the kings of this earth against God's people. That's the battle that's raging. Time to belly up, baby. Time to get in the battle. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.